Good morning. It is Thursday, May the 28th, 2020. This is Ms. Kokar, teacher librarian at Indian Road Crescent Junior Public School. IRC Junction is a podcast with a goal to connect us as a community during these extraordinary times. Let's begin our session with our land acknowledgement and O Canada, please stand. We acknowledge we are hosted on the lands of the Mississaugas of the Anishinaabe, the Haudenosaunee Confederacy, and the Wendat. We also recognize the enduring presence of all First Nations, Métis, and Inuit peoples. Here are today's quotes for our focus on character education and social justice. Integrity. The most important human endeavor is striving for morality in our actions. Our inner balance and even our very existence depends on it. Only morality in our actions can give beauty and dignity to our lives. By Albert Einstein. True worth and beauty? No beauty shines brighter than that of a good heart. Author unknown. This year, our library was so lucky to have received 10 new books from the Abbey's Gold Foundation. The 10 carefully selected titles spoke to Abbey's love for reading, her commitment to kindness, teamwork, and human rights. They added to our book collection, and as they were being taken out and loved by our students, it was so beautiful to see the messages that Abbey stood for traveling, but also staying with us forever. I didn't have the opportunity to meet Abby, but what I did find out was that she loved reading and hockey. So to honor her memory, I want to read you one of the books donated by the Abby's Gold Foundation called My Granny Loves Hockey, written by Lori Weber and illustrated by Eliska Lishka, published by Simply Read Books. We have permission to read this book on our podcast today, so let's get started. On Saturday nights, Granny and I watch hockey. I wheel Granny close to the screen. That way, she can follow the puck as it whips around the rink. When somebody scores, Granny and I shout, Hooray! Did you play hockey when you were little? I ask Granny. When I was little, girls were not allowed to play hockey, she says. Why not? It was only for boys. What did girls do? They learned how to make soup and clean. Were they allowed to watch hockey on television, I ask? Granny laughs. 
There was no television back then, honey, she says. What was there? There was only the rink on the lake behind our house. It froze all the way across to where the pine forest stood. Could you walk? Could you watch hockey from there? I ask. Oh yes, I watched my brothers play. Granny says, looking sad. But I wanted so badly to join them. Instead, I had to go home and help my mother. So you never got to play? No, sweetie. I only played hockey in my dreams. Sometimes I take Granny outside so that she can feel the sun on her cheeks. We stop to listen to birds chirp or to pet friendly cats. When it snows, we make snowballs to throw at street signs. Sometime, Granny holds my hockey stick, flicking snow as we roll around. As we roll along, if kids are playing hockey at the park, we stop and watch them. That kid needs to loosen up, Granny says. The goalie is standing stiff as a statue in front of the net. That kid sure can stick handle, Granny says. A boy is zooming across the rink, prop propping the puck between people's skates, then scooping it up again with the tip of his stick. And that girl has to bend her knees more, Granny says. A girl is trying to skate backwards, but getting nowhere. Now let's see what you can do, Granny says. I lace up my skates and take my stick from Granny's lap. I skate into the game and pass the puck to a kid near the net. He shoots, but the goalie kicks out her legs and stops it. Nice try, Granny calls out. The next time the puck comes to me, I hit it between a kid's legs, then sneak around him to get it back. I skate towards the net, sliding the puck back and forth until a bigger kid steals it from me. You're getting better all the time, shouts Granny. I can't play for long because Granny gets cold. I tuck her blanket around her lap and we head home. On the way, Granny falls fast asleep. One day, Mom and I take Granny to the doctor for a checkup. I'm not allowed into the examination room. When Mom comes out, she says, the doctor says there's nothing wrong with Granny. She's just old and old people get tired. <laughs> the next day, the next time Granny wants, to wants me to wheel her to the rink, I say, Mom said you have to take it easy. Easy shkmeezy, what does that mean? I may be old, but I'm not ready to start knitting booties, Granny says. Now take me to that rink. So I do. Granny makes me push her right up to the edge of the rink. When she stares at the ice, her eyes go far, far away. It's like she's seeing a picture that is deep inside her head. That's when I get an idea. Hey everyone, come here, I call, waving my hands. All the kids stop playing and skate over. I need your help, I say. Granny wants to play. Nobody laughs. They look down at Granny, who's holding my stick like a pro, sitting on her wheelchair. Help me slide her onto the ice. Granny's eyes shine brightly as we wheel her towards the net. When we stop, Granny slaps her stick into the ice. I drop the puck beside it. We turn her sideways. Granny's eyes lock on the goalie. She's looking for empty spaces between the goalie's pad or over her shoulders. 
Then Granny pulls back her stick and shout and shoots, snapping the puck into the air. We hold our breath as we watch the puck sail past the goalie's gloves. Hooray, we all shout, clapping our sticks on the ice. Granny scored. What a shot, yells the goalie. Granny's smile is wider than the net. Granny falls asleep on the way home. Her wrinkled eyelids shut tight. Her mouth twitches and her arms jerk. And I know she's dreaming. She's skating, pushing the puck across the frozen lake, her brother's leg behind, pumping their legs as they try to catch her. Way behind them, her mother is waving, calling her home to do some chores. But Granny doesn't stop. Her hair is flying in the wind. She whacks the puck, making a cracking sound that echoes across the lake. The puck lifts into the air, sailing way up over the top of the trees and into the pine forest. Hooray, I shout, throwing my arms into the great air. Two great shots in one day. It was easy, Granny replies, waking up. She winks at me, and I wheel her the rest of the way home. That's the end of our story. I hope that you really liked this story. And I really want to thank the Abbey's Goal Foundation for all of these amazing books for our library. Thank you. Thank you, Ms. Kokar, for reading that book. And thank you to Abby's Goal, the foundation that provided that book to our school and many other schools across the city. Um, thank you, Keats, for our acknowledgement and uh, Ms. Fenton for the quotes uh, for character traits and social justice for today. Ms. Kokar was also on last night reading uh, Sleep Sheep for our Snuggle Up and Read. Uh, thank you to all those uh, families that did register and were able to take part in that. And um, also, it was interesting, we had uh, a live stream to that reading, and we'll find out today how many people actually visited uh, that live stream. And I, I hope you were able to enjoy uh, the session last night, and uh, we will uh, look to create more opportunities in the month of June uh, for special events uh, for all students uh, from kindergarten right to grade six. Um, I've been meeting with the grade sixes pretty regularly, uh, Tuesday meetings with them. Uh, I will be starting grade five meetings uh, starting this Friday for all the grade five students and certainly plan on uh, arranging something for the grade fours next week. The goal of the meetings that I'm leading are to build community. They are uh, beyond the regular classroom work, but uh, I encourage uh, all students uh, when they find uh, out the meetings happening for their grade to uh, do whatever they can to be there to participate. Good morning, everyone. We hope you're having a great day. Today we have got a movement minute lined up and we are just gonna take it nice and simple this morning. We're gonna stretch our body because it feels so good to stretch and get the blood flowing and loosen up our limbs. So let's just start standing up, everybody. When you take a nice breath and reach up high in the sky, breathe in, reach up high. Good, now bend at the waist, reach down and aim to touch your toes. I just want you to hang out here for a bit. So if you want, you really want to think about, again, that you're bending at your hips, not all through your back. And you're reaching down towards your toes. I know some of my 
gymnasts out there, you can have your hands flat on the ground. But all of us, just, just let the blood rush to your head, let your hangs, head, uh, arms hang loose, and just spend a little bit of time. Hopefully, you're feeling some nice pulling in your hamstrings up the back of your leg. Okay. That's good. Now, let's take a big breath in again and stand up. Good. And this time, let's reach our right arm right up in the sky. And then you're going to bend that right arm so that your hand's touching down your back. And use your left hand to pull on your right elbow. And just try to pull that down your back. Make sure to keep your head still high. Don't squish it forward. Take a nice breath and breathe into your side of your right side there. Let the breath really stretch you out there. Great. And we're going to do the same thing now. Let's read our left hand high. Bend your left elbow. Reach down your back. Pull your right side. Take a nice deep breath. Breathe into that left side of your body. Open those ribs. Wonderful. Let's all take a seat down on the ground and take your feet and put your two, the palms of, or the palms of the soles of your feet together and pull them in close to your body so that your knees are open, kind of like a butterfly. Again, just relax there. Take some breaths and just see if you can loosen and relax a little bit more so that you feel a little bit of a stretch. You don't want to hurt yourself here, but just feel that nice stretch. Wonderful. Let's take one breath here. And let's stretch our legs straight out in front of us. And nice and straight. Let's take our back and stand our back up nice and tall. And now let's lean forward over top of our legs and try to reach towards our ankles or our toes. Again, just take some breaths here. Try to fill up your back with the air. See if you can kind of stretch your ribs and your back when you fill up with air and breathe out. This time when you breathe in, I want you to breathe in all the way down to your toes that you're reaching for. Take a breath in. Send that breath all the way down to your toes and out. Great. Now let's just stand up and I want you to shake everything. Shake your wrists, make everything floppy and loose. Shake your legs. Good. You can do some arm windmills, get your arms going around and backwards. Isn't it amazing, amazing how just a tiny, tiny minute of stretching can make your body feel awake and alive and better? It's such a reminder to me every single time I do it. So don't forget, you can do this any time in the day. Doesn't cost anything. Have a wonderful day and we'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Thank you, Ms. Consonoff. Together at IRC, we do shine.